Hello, and welcome to Coffees and Cuddles. Grab a cup and join us, won't you? All right, so it's our maiden voyage. For those of you that have been around for a while, you know that I have been doing At Home with Craig, the podcast, for about three years now. And in a few recent episodes, my girlfriend has joined me as a co-host, a lovely co-host, if you will. And this is our dog who apparently does not want to be ignored. So any squeaking that you hear is not the coffee pot percolating. Although if the coffee pot was percolating like a squeaker toy, then we'd really have some problems. I think it would be time to buy a new coffee pot at that point because I've never heard a coffee pot do that in all my coffee drinking years, which is more than quite a few. All right. So I'm sure you're probably wondering who I am and the lovely co-host that Craig was talking about happens to be me. My name is Anna Marie and you're probably saying to yourself, coffees and cuddles, how did you get those two together? So I received a sweater from someone like probably a year ago. And on the sweater, it says coffee and cuddles, which I found quite ironic because I'm not as much a coffee drinker as Craig is. So I thought, I just thought the sweater was really cute and kind of ironic because cuddles, yep, love them. Coffee, it depends. So when we were talking about doing a podcast together, Craig happened to look at the sweater and said, wait a minute. That's it. And here we are. It was it was a genius moment, really. It's just one of those, you know, the light bulb over the head thing. Now, environmentally friendly light bulb. So it's it's LED and it's not it's not nasty, you know, incandescent lighting because heaven forbid. But I saw the shirt or the sweater and I said, That's a great idea. Why don't we do this? And then I immediately went out and got Two different domain names because I couldn't decide if I wanted Cuddles and Coffee or Coffee and Cuddles. And well, this is the one that won out. But we're holding the other one as a as a viable option um, to be put in play at some later date, perhaps. We're not sure, but we didn't want we didn't want someone coming along and saying, "Oh, well, they've got that, so I'm going to grab this." So we are the original Coffee and Cuddles. We are on Instagram at Coffee and Cuddles sixty seven because. All the other iterations of that were already taken. And my my birth year is 67. So that makes me <coughs> old. Um, but we're on Twitter. We're on Insta. We've got a YouTube channel that we'll probably start uploading. I don't know if we're going to do video podcasts or not yet. We're still kind of undecided about how we want to do that or what we want to do. But yeah, we've we've got all the social medias already in place because why not? I want everything... Excuse my clock. It's Christmas time. Can you tell? Um, but we just wanted everything in place. So once we were out and rolling, we could go and say, okay, it's all done. And we don't have to scramble and say, oh my God, what if we can't get this name or that name or whatever? So here we are. And that's how we came up with the name for this. And I will let her tell you what we're going to talk about. So our vision for, sorry, I've got a dog down here squeaking the squeaker toy. So our vision for, this podcast is to talk about things that are going on in our relationship. We are not here to give advice. 
We are not here to say, oh, your relationship should follow our relationship. Absolutely it's, not. Exactly. It's just a venue to talk about things that are going on. And as Craig said, we have all the social media. So if you hear something on a podcast and it reminds you of something or you have a question or, well, how do you handle this kind of situation? We definitely invite you to send us those questions, send us those comments, and we will definitely be talking about them. But we should probably start way at the beginning. How did the two of us come to be? Now, I don't recommend this for all you um, love Lauren and lovesick people out there, people that are looking to hop into a relationship that just works. And I, I say that kind of half jokingly, but I look back at the messages and all the chats that Ann and I have had over the years. And I can honestly say that we have always been us from day, from the very first conversation to where I fangirled or fanboyed or whatever all over her um, to present day. We've, we've always been us. We, you know, you hear it a lot. Well, oh, I finished her sentences, or she finishes my sentences, or oh, it's it's so cute. And it's like when people say that, it's usually like a one-off or a two-off or something. Where you know, once in a while, you'll have the same thought at the same time, or it's cute. Oh, look, we 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 finished the sentence together. We do that all the time, whether we're in the same room or not, whether we're in the same state or not. We just, we've always done that. Um, we met on a game or a 3D environment called Second Life. Mm -hmm. And it was just one of those things where so many things had to line up just right. I had to, I had to meet the people that own the, like the rock club that I worked in or the country and Western club that I worked in. I had to meet the person who was a DJ there. I had to do, I had to become a host. I had to do. X number of things that had to fall perfectly into place to set up the scenario where her avatar, her character, however you want to put it, walked into the club. And it was one of those, I, you know, as a, as a good host, you want to greet everybody that comes in. And I know it's, it's all virtual, so it sounds kind of weird unless you've experienced it. But just, just think of a normal place where someone would greet you when you came in. And that's what I did. And she was having an off day because it was mother's day and she was missing her mom and it was a sad day. And I just hopped into her messages and I said, I'm sorry to hear that. Here's a, here, here's a hug for you. Virtual. Although it is, here's a hug for you. And that started a conversation with us. And we talked off and on in between my hosting duties and everything. And then at the end of the set, he walked up to me and we started talking and she was asking me about what, what, what I was into and, and one of the things I noticed is under the list of groups, um, T1 and T1 listeners was one of the groups mentioned. And I said, Oh, you listen to T1 radio. And of course he was like, well, yeah, I listen to T1 radio. And I said, Oh, that's cool. I said, I'm one of the on-air hosts. And all of a sudden I hear, wait, wait, you're the Annie Braveheart. And I was like, yeah is that a good thing and he was just gobsmacked it turned out that he had been listening to my show so he was familiar with the way i am and just never in a million years thought we'd end up actually meeting because second life is this huge virtual world and the odds of two people 
who have a connection running into each other is pretty slim, I would say. Yeah, she was the she was the first DJ or on air personality that I ever listened to or had been listening to for a while, and then like ran into them somewhere out in the wild, and it was just really weird. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. She swears that I said, "Oh my God, you're Annie freaking Braveheart." I don't, I don't know that I believe that or not, but we'll wink, wink. We'll go with she's probably right because she usually is. So, but we just started talking, and we at up until that point, we'd been talking for like an hour, and it never clicked because I had seen her, I had seen her avatar's name, and it just, I was not firing on all cylinders that night. But then it clicked. I'm like, "Oh my God, you're her." This is so cool. I've never run into anybody that I've listened to like this before. And what T1 Radio is, is it's an it's an in-world radio station. They also have a club where they host they host musical sets several days a week. I think five or six days a week. I don't know if they do all seven or not. I'm, I can't yeah. rem- I can't remember. But they also have um, out in the real world, they have their own their own internet station which is t1radio.com so if you're into any kind of music that's good give them a listen i you know i've been listening to them for um let's see seven years now off and on for that amount of time and i really haven't heard a lot of songs that don't automatically like click in my brain and and tickle all those those sensory areas and like wow this is good music so give them a listen um, wherever the show notes end up, I will put, I'll put a link to the, to the website in the show notes for you. So you can go check them out and it's on air 24 seven. So whether there's a, a live DJ or on air personality, or it's just the, um, we call him auto. Cause it's like an auto music playing thing that just plays music 24 seven when there's no on air personality. And I swear this dog is bound and determined to make as much noise as he possibly can and find everything that squeaks. And wrinkles and crinkles and crackles and and whatever. So that's how we met, and we we've just gotten closer and closer every day. We we talked at least once a day, and we did all these things, and eventually that blossomed into something more that we'll get into um, later on, perhaps. But I see a lot of people, both we call it in world when you're in second life or out in the real world, real life that want to emulate what we have and it's not it's not for the faint of heart because when we first met it was we were just friends there was no oh my god i um i'm hot for you or any of that stuff because we didn't really know what the other person was like exactly because that's the thing with second life is you can see the avatar but you don't know who is on the other side of the screen so it could be um, someone of the same gender, so their avatar's gender is the same as their real life gender, and it could be opposite. You just don't know. So it was a lot of talking, and the thing that I I think I appreciate most, like you said, we met on Mother's Day. I had no intention of logging in. I really didn't want to didn't want to be there because, as you mentioned, um, losing my mom has been extremely hard. So just the thought of logging in and hearing anything that might mention the word mom. It just, I didn't want to hear it, but I'm glad that I logged in. Um, I noticed that when I kind of let it be known that I was having a hard time because I was missing my mom, you get the same standard reply. Oh, I'm so sorry. And yet this guy here took the time 
to hop into my IM and do more than just, oh, I'm so sorry. He actually reached out. And I think that was something that just really caught my attention. Is here somebody who doesn't know me? I've just randomly walked into this place and he was willing to to talk and just to kind of get me out of my funk. When it comes down to it, what does it really cost you to to be kind to somebody? A few minutes of your time, you know, maybe an hour or something. And this is just one of the things that may may not be necessarily unique to us, but this is the first relationship I've had where I'm not stressed all the time. I'm not constantly worried. Did I screw up? Am I gonna be am, am I gonna be ignored or or ridiculed or mocked or or any of that stuff. And that's what we have where we actually, it sounds, it sounds, um, not trite. Uh, I can't think of the word, but it just, you know, whatever the word is I'm thinking of, it'll come to me later and I'll just, I'll blurt it out. It'll come to you at 3am. Right. But it just, it just feels like, you know, oh, that sounds so great. And that sounds so perfect. And it's not perfect. We are not, we are far from perfect. Do we, do we strive for perfection? Absolutely. But honestly, would if you really had somebody that, would you want to date someone that was absolutely perfect? I think that I think that would drive me nuts because oh my god, can't you like screw up once in a while or have a bad hair day or or something? So I prefer I prefer close to perfect. There's always there's always room for improvement. And I don't say that in a bad way or, or a mocking way, but you always have room to improve and make yourself better. And that's something that I try to do every day. And it took me, excuse me, it took me a long time to get here, but I am in therapy now and I will, I will openly talk about that. I won't share exactly what my therapist and I talk about, but it, it helps me. And there's such a stigma for, for men to have to always be strong and always be, always be on and be ma- macho and masculine and, you know, like this rock. And I think that, I think that's detrimental to your health. I really do. So what makes us qualified? to to talk about relational stuff because we've both been through so much crap. And I when I moved here, I told her I've got a lot of baggage to unpack and she's like, "You don't have I don't see a lot of stuff." I'm like, "No, there's a lot of baggage that I'm bringing with me to this." Yeah, I I was thinking he was talking about suitcases. Oh no, were it only true that it was suitcases, but it was I I brought three relationships and or three marriages and multiple relationships and and all kinds of all kinds of dreck with me and she had she has her own share of those and we both looked at it and said all right warts and all i'm in this i'm in this with you sorry our dog just really really wants to be part of this whole thing and usually he does not do things like this but apparently he wants to be part of the coffee and cuddles team. So this background is boy, he's, <laughs> he's our background noise. Um, he is part husky, part Australian cattle dog. He is not all rotten. Um, he is not a full adult yet. He is still very much a puppy, a 45 pound puppy, but nevertheless, he is a puppy. So usually he's very quiet, but apparently he's very jealous because he doesn't get to be part of this. So all the squeaking you hear, that's McCoy's commentary on things. Um, 45 pounds of muscle. Oh, yeah. And and sheer will and determination. And orner, orneriness. That, that's a good word for him. He's ornery. 
<laughs> but he's very sweet. Um, but yeah, so like Craig said, he brought, you know, his past into this. And like he said, you know, I've got failed, failed relationships, things that just didn't, didn't pan out the way I had hoped it would pan out. But, you know, it, it's something that we work on every day. There might be something that triggers him. There might be something that triggers me. But the one thing I've noticed is that we talk through all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly. We never let the day end where either one of us has any kind of stress or anger or, I don't know, anxiety, because we know that's not healthy for either one of us. And like I said, this isn't a venue for us to solve the world's relationship problems or say, hey, look at us because this way works for us and you should emulate it. That's so not what we want. Now, we have we have a friend in the world that, you know, they look at us and they say, oh, well, that sounds great. I want that too. And they see they see the outer appearance. They don't see all the work and the background that goes into it. And I'm not talking about like 24-7, we're, we're working on stuff and we're working through stuff and, you know, all that. So it it appears calm and smooth on the surface, and it's very very turbulent at times, right below the surface. And there's a lot of stuff going on in both our lives. She teaches. I've got my own business. I'm building. I've got a business that I'm building with her. Um, she likes to tease me and say I've got I've got many plates spinning or multiple balls in the spinning air on sticks. Spinning on sticks. You've seen the old circus acts where they they spin the plates and they keep them all going. That's me. Sometimes the plates crash. And when, when the plates crash like that, you need, you need a partner, not, not a wife, not a husband, not a boyfriend, girlfriend, but an actual partner that's going to be there with the dustpan or the shot back, the shot back, or even the little dirt devil dust buster thing to, to pick up the, the broken pieces and sweep it all up and make it all nice and pretty again. And that's what I have. And that's, I, I, I like to believe that that's what she has. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what we're, we're going for here is to. Show people that, yes, it is possible to meet someone like this and it is possible for it to work out. And it is possible to have a relationship not based on one of my biggest pet peeves about like Instagram reels or Facebook reels is the partner shaming. I see absolutely no reason for this. For a long time and through many marriages, I thought that picking on your spouse and giving them crap and being a jerk to them and everything was okay because, well, that's just the way it is. And for many years, I, I put up with and I lived through and I dealt with, well, that's just the way it is. Your partner's going to pick on you. They're going to tease you. They're going to give you a hard time about stuff. They're going to be mean to you. They're going to be nasty to you. And, you know, all that aside, I don't understand why you would ever air that. Air, and back in the old days, we used to call it airing your, airing your dirty laundry. Dirty laundry. Right. And it, it was something that was a, not, it wasn't something to be proud of. It was like a point of shame. And it was horrible and it was nasty. And it was all the ugly underbelly of things that were going on in a household that you really, no one needs to know. One of my favorite sayings is, that's not your story to tell, or that's not my story to tell. If it's about me, it's my story to tell. If I tell you, go ahead and share it. That's fine. But just because you're, you're partnered to somebody does not give you license and carte blanche to just go out and talk to anybody about anything that's going on in your relationship. I don't believe in that. I think it's, I think it's nasty. I think it's disgusting. 
And I just don't get it. And that's something that we will never do here. Do I tease her? Yes. Do I, oh, te- yeah. do I tease her in a nasty way? Absolutely not. And I've caught myself recently. You know, if I tease her about something, I'll stop and say, oh my God, was that, was that too far? Was that too much? And I, I know, I know there's people out there that are going to be rolling their eyes and snickering at this and saying, well, that's ridiculous. That's not, that's not, that's not feasible. And that's not, that's not something that you can maintain forever, but that's what we do. And if I feel that I've gone too far, I will ask her. And if she says, no, it's okay, then great. And we move on. And if she says, well, I didn't like this. And I'm like, all right. And then I make a mental note to myself that, all right, that's off limits. I, I, I can't tease her about that because it's something she's sensitive about. It's something that bothers her or triggers her. If you want to use that word. And that's how we do this. And there are times that I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to tease her about stuff because I don't want to seem like, I don't want to be that guy, that jerky guy that does it just for views. Or he's teased me about something and he will get this look on his face like, oh, I just really, really messed up bad. And I'll ask him if he's okay. And he'll just start apologizing. I'm so sorry. I said that to you. That wasn't cool. And something that I tell him from time to time is if you don't tease me about things from time to time, I'm going to feel like there's something wrong. So the fact that he actually cares about my reaction to things means a lot. The fact that he will actually say, (laughs) you know, I'm sorry about what I was joking with you about. I think I went over the line. Just the fact that he cares enough to check in with me and see, you know, was this too much? It's, what's the word? It's refreshing. It is. It's. There are times when we'll we'll be talking about something and we'll tease each other. I'm like, oh, this feels really good, and I'm not I'm not constantly worried about what I'm what I'm going to say or what I can or can't say. Or we try to keep things like obviously there there going to be things that are going to be off limits that you just don't tease your partner about no matter what, and that's up to you to 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 have have an adult conversation about it. Don't don't come at it with. Oh my God, what boundaries do you have? You know, where's my line? Where's the line in the sand? What can I do? What can I do? Come into it with an open mind because you and I have done that. I'm like, okay, how do you feel about this topic? Or how do you feel about that topic? Or what if I teach you about this? She's a little bit shorter than me. Not a lot, but she's a little bit shorter than me. And there are times when I, I'm like, do you need me to get that off the top shelf for you? Kind of thing. Or She'll tease me about being being slightly older than her or or whatever it is. And you can't you can't plan for every contingency and every eventuality. You can you can lay down the groundwork so if something comes up, you know how to deal with it, you know how to handle it. You know that this requires further discussion. But if anybody out there that is in a relationship where it's nonstop teasing and nonstop pranking one another and nonstop picking on one another. Please let me know. I, I'm I'm being absolutely serious about this. Please tell me why it is that 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 relationship works for you. If it really works for you, but obviously you feel like it does. Tell me why that works for you or why that's okay. Because I don't understand it. Because I've come from that background where a partner could tease me, but I couldn't tease them back because they would get all bent out of shape and and accuse me of being being a jerk or being mean and cruel and and vindictive and whatever and absolutely 
I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but it, it's like a stream of consciousness thing. So I'm thinking one thing and that leads to another. Absolutely have boundaries in your relationship. There has to be solid, 40 foot tall, 100 mile wide walls in your relationship of things that are are sacred to you, are important to you, are inviolate. And you have to have these things in place because you can't just go, 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 go. And then one day say, you know what? I don't like that anymore. And ex- and expect your partner to automatically adjust to, okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. It takes time. It takes work on, on both your parts. It's, it can't be one-sided because one-sided doesn't work. One person doing 80% and the other person doing 20 may work for a while. And hey, if it works for you, I'm not judging. We're not pointing fingers at you. If that works for you, great. I'm just I'm just saying that that doesn't work for everybody. And you're not always going to be 50-50 because there's going to be one partner that gives more, one partner that gives less. And then at some point down the road, and you'll flip and then it'll be the other way around where the other partner is doing 70 or 60 or whatever. And it just, you, you got to keep some kind of balance because there's going to come a point where your partner says, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore because it's all me and I don't like it. You know, that's that's a good point, especially the part about the 40 foot high, 100 what yard wide fence. Make sure that you talk about these things ahead of time. Don't ever use it as, you know, a weapon like I can't believe you just said that about my hair. No, 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 no. Because if the other person doesn't know, then that could lead to all kinds of things. Now, we've talked about. 60, 40, 70, 30. McCoy right now is demonstrating 100% of this is my squeaky toy and I really need you to hear it. So as you can as you can tell, we're professionals. We are professionals and McCoy (coughs) is a professional nuisance. No, he's he's a very (laughs) it's on his resume. Very sweet. Um normally for Craig's podcast, McCoy's usually pretty chill and he sleeps at my feet he just kind of curls up under the desk and he's good to go but the fact that we're recording this um much earlier in the day mccoy is 100 percent wanting to be part of this maiden voyage of coffee and cuddles coffees and cuddles coffee and cuddles coffees it's interchangeable really um because i think i think the website will be coffees and cuddles and Instagram may be coffee and cuddles because I couldn't get the exact. See, that's another thing. Plan this out ahead of time if you're going to do this and get all the names that you want up front before you decide this is what we're going with because I just bought the domain and you're, you're, you're out of luck now. The other part of this, and we, we don't want to, we don't want to ignore it or, or put it to the side is the coffee part of this. We will be talking about coffee, brewing it, drinking it, consuming it, buying it, whatever. I think Instagram will be a little more heavy into into that where I'll be sharing like coffee stories and tips and eventually there will be an e-com side to this where we'll sell coffee related stuff and, and you know coffee pots, coffee grinders, whatever and then we're talking about what about the cuddles part of it so maybe like fuzzy socks or a warm blanket or who knows you know we'll come up with something that that doesn't that it's not just in the store to be in the store. It, it will it will tie in somehow to something that we're talking about or something that we're doing or or whatever. So I hope this gives you some kind of glimpse into what to expect. And we'll talk about relationship stuff and we'll talk about coffee stuff. Um, at some point, 
I would like to have Anna talk about educational stuff because she is a she is a second grade educator. Currently on vacation. Currently on vacation. Thank thank God. Thank the vacation gods for that. Um, because it's a much needed break for all the teachers out there. And I have the utmost respect for any educator of any level. God bless you for all that you do because I know that I couldn't do it. So there'll be there'll be funny stories. There'll be you know, maybe some original stories. Maybe we'll do who knows? Maybe we'll do like a radio drama at some point. You never know. It's it's up in the air. That's another that's another plate that I've got spinning. I just wanted to take this last minute or so and say thank you very much for being here and thank you very much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, God bless. Hope to see you back. And I will let Anna have the last minute. Well, I'm noticing that the coffee cups are slowly going down to nothing. So I think this is a good point to go and get a refill. And you now my feet are cold. I think I need some warm socks. So they'll be in the store you. soon. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for tuning into Coffee and Cuddles. I'm Anna Marie. This is Craig, and we will see you next week. Have a very Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.